0: On with the show. Okay, Slinky. Okay, so. Welcome to the Child here Bar Grill podcast. Jeff Johnson coming to you live from Oak Haven along the Gulf Coast. With me, Nicole Halton coming to you from Newcastle along the Australian Gold Coast. Are you technically Gold Coast or is that a little bit further north? That's still no, further No, that's, right? that's
1: much further north. I'm just east coast. Just
0: Luck i think I don't
1: know, central coast mid north central coast <laughs>
0: it, i think the coast any coast that you're near is golden to me That's yeah well
1: this is true this is true yeah, yeah. i'm surrounded actually i have a whole bunch of magpies outside my window so you might be able to hear the magpie noise shortly they're really that will, loud
0: that will be very exciting um they're very they're very pretty birds how do they taste
1: uh yeah, I'm gonna say probably tough. They're
0: they're jerks. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the cute, main so they jerks, must be delicious.
1: It's, it's nesting season, so they're very swoopy. They like to protect their nests, so they attack people. But it's okay because there is research that shows that they remember like I think it's up to two hundred and fifty faces. They'll actually re- memorize faces, human faces, and so if you feed them and you're kind to them. They'll remember your face, and they won't swoop you.
0: So they're they're like related to crows and ravens, aren't they? I think they
1: may be the same sort of family. They're a bit yeah. they're smaller than a crow. They've got that same black silkiness, um, but then obviously the white. But they make the prettiest noise. That it's hard to be mad at them for being jerks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like me. That uh, you know, hard to a be mad. Hard to be mad at me for making, making, uh, making, for being a jerk because I make such pretty pos- podcast noises. Uh, so we, uh, we're going to get into our, our third in a series of best part, best loose parts ever. We've talked about the wheelbarrow, the, uh, the, uh, what was the next one?
1: Sand. Uh, was it sand?
0: Sand. Yeah. Sand. Sand was the next one. Now, uh, what do you, what do you bring to the table? What are you throwing on the, uh, on the pile of discussion for us to pick apart uh. as a, I'm
1: bringing a stick and I actually had one like that I prepared earlier. Um, I took it with me to a service last night when I delivered training on loose parts. Um, So I have BYO stick and um, yes, I'm definitely bringing the stick. It is a favorite.
0: So I look, I like myself some sand and I like myself a wheelbarrow, but I've, uh, I've had plenty of uh, stick joy in my life too. So why, (laughs) why the stick?
1: Well, it's flexible. It's like it can do so many different things. It can be so many different things. It was in the National Toy Hall of Fame. It was inducted in two thousand and eight as well, the best toy for two thousand and eight. That's your U.S. National Toy okay. Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: so no, it's Rochester, like a big deal. Yeah, it's like a big yeah, deal. That's, that's a big deal. It's you know, it's bigger than like the Oscars and the Emmys are now yes, over here. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I heard the red carpet for that event was pretty huge. Yeah,
0: you you know, at the uh, at the last uh uh internet the the Toy Hall of Fame in, in inductions, uh uh what's his name? Um uh uh you know, that guy. Uh he was he was up there, Chris Rock was up there talking and uh he yeah was. he was up there yeah he was he was inducting rock'em sock'em robots or something and uh then will sniff came up and hit him again he hit oh him a couple God. months ago at the oscars and he came up and hit him again at the at the toy hall of fame inductions it's just i've heard that they're
1: a pretty wild event
0: yeah those guys need to stay away from each other um so i'm a big fan of sticks did you did you engage in a lot of stick play when you were were a kid
1: yeah, I think so. We had, uh, bushland behind our house, uh, which is now housing. <laughs> um, my mum and dad still live in the same house, but there's no bushland anymore. It's just housing. Um, but we used to go out there and play all the time as kids. So that was stick play was definitely a huge part of that. And, you know, I, I enjoy watching that with my own children. Um, we, I think I've imagined before we go and stay at a friend's farm every so often. And, uh, At the beginning of this year, I feel it was um, my two girls invented a game with sticks, sticks and fire um, was Mm -hmm. like the game. So we had a campfire going pretty much all day, all night. And they invented this game where you had to set the end of your stick on fire. Then -hmm. you had to put it out by burying it in the dirt um, and creating like a fire hole. And then, like there was this whole process, and then while it was smoking and it was sort of charcoal, you created designs in the air, and you know, it was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, I love watching children do things
0: with sticks. They do all sorts of things. Uh, that did they think they invented that game?
1: Oh, very much so. Look, there were convoluted rules that even I could not quite comprehend. I don't know what the rules were I don't know what the purpose of the game was Um, I do know that it kept them occupied for a good more probably three hours and I got to lay in the hammock and read a book
0: so I'm I'm guessing that some version of that game has been played for as long as as we humans have have managed fire right I can imagine 12,000 years ago yeah yeah and
1: I feel like it would have been 12,000 years ago I worry that it's not now though Like I've actually showed people a video of like my two girls playing this stick game, and I've showed that during training, and I've had some people who are absolutely horrified that I would let them do that, and I just feel like that's just typical childhood rite of passage stuff. And someone said, "You know, well, what what happened? What happened?" And I said, "Oh, someone did get burnt." I said, "One of the girls got like the." flaming stick to the back of the leg I said and then they quickly went well hang on maybe we should be on opposite sides of the fire so that we don't actually wipe each other out with the stick when you turn around to poke it in the dirt hole like you know there's they kind of as that whole you know Peter Gray thing like conditions of play they're setting their own rules you know and they established the rules based on how that play unfolded but I feel like that's not common anymore
0: if if that would have been the the kids I grew up with, it would have been it would have been. Hey, now I get to burn you on the back of the leg. Um, I feel like that with, may have
1: been a discussion. There may uh-huh. have been a bit of you burnt me. You should know what it feels like. And I'm like, I don't know that we need to go down that route. It's probably yeah. not helpful.
0: Yeah, I, I think I've, I, I don't know if I was. I don't know if I was uh, officially burnt with, but I, I I I've totally been whacked with sticks because I whacked somebody. Um, you know you get somebody with a during a stick sword fight and you uh you catch them upside the head or 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 in the uh in the side or something and they they kind of you want to keep the play going and sort of setting instead of letting it end because they're upset that they got uh that contact was made you kind of let them give you a whack so you can get back to then everything's equal you found the equilibrium again and you get to start uh start sword fighting again that's what i recall
1: it's funny i wonder sometimes i could be way off base but whether that's a stereotypical gendered thing, like whether it's a boy thing, because I've seen that with boys where it's like, you know, it's been even older boys. Like I watch my husband and his brother sometimes. And, you know, it's like, all right, you can hit me back, kind of thing. Like
0: you get a free shot.
1: I yeah, fair enough. I've like I've actually hurt you now. You get to hit me back. I don't know if girls do that.
0: Look, I don't have as much experience. <laughs> um being a girl as you do but um it's i i know i i'm I'm sure i've probably seen it but i sure don't don't recall seeing it as much as i have with please
1: volunteer it they'll actually volunteer it and say you can hit me back like they recognize i've hit you or i've hurt you or whatever and it's like okay you can poke me with the stick back again and then we're we're back to square and we can continue on as you say it's like restoring the equilibrium of the game
0: yeah yeah so bizarre. And so, for those people who don't think that uh, that sticks are are good for learning, think about the social dynamics there. Uh, you're you're learning about about equality and balance and relationships by by burning your sister in the back of the leg with a yeah. with a stick, I guess. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Um, I mean, there.
0: Look, someone could argue that there might be less burny ways to learn that. But I'm sure there are but they're, they're there's probably you are. Can learn like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but frisky play is important. So I'm so, I'm all for
0: it. So look, sticks can be dangerous. Uh yes. not not only sticks that are on fire, just uh just, just sticks, sticks, period. There's lots of ways they could be, be dangerous. We were out for uh, Tasha and I went out for a bike ride today. We rode four, 40 miles. I looked it up at 60 64 kilometers. I was gonna say kilometers. how far is that? Yeah, you rode
1: 64 kilometers
0: yeah yeah
1: that's uh, like on we, a, like on a push bike pedaling push bike yeah
0: yeah i don't know why um, you
1: do that with your hands when you're pedaling a push bike because your hands no, don't move like that it's your feet
0: yeah, you have a special bike if you do that <laughs> and no yeah, one else yeah. could we, that, we so did stop really after good. we did stop after after 30 miles to to have a couple cocktails and some food so well that's um, fair yeah yeah i had to do that but anyway we're riding along and uh tasha's looking at each other and we're riding side by side and, and then a a stick a stick jumped out of the. It, no, it was along the road. And she almost <laughs> didn't see it, and it almost. Uh, it would have taken her out if she would have whacked it because it was a. It was a good sized stick laying there in the road, and 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 so look, sticks can that's, be dangerous. That's,
1: that's a hazard. Although in Australia, I think the bigger hazard, and I actually nearly did it once on my bike, was running over a snake. That's more of a hazard than a stick
0: or, or a like kangaroo, you run over a, you wanna...
1: well you run over a kangaroo you're doing well but if you run over a snake and it goes up into your bike wheel like that sort of things uh, stuff nightmares are made of
0: well then you'd wish you had a flaming stick so you could you, uh, really <laughs> you, could really you gotta would. watch out for those you gotta watch out for the drop bears too you don't want to yes. want to get attacked Obviously. by a drop bear you yeah. know listeners Australia think... drop bears are horrible ah uh, back to the sticks
1: <laughs> the sticks but i think the the danger side of things is part of the draw card for a lot of children it's like they've been told for so long sticks are dangerous I can remember when I first started working in an early childhood service and we used to go around in the morning and I questioned this after a little while but look when I started there to be fair I was only I think 19 it was like my first real job and we used to go around in the morning and pick up all the sticks out of the playground and put them on the, over the other side of the fence so that the children couldn't play with them because they're dangerous. And it took a little while before I kind of got up the courage to say, why is it that we're doing that? And the response is, oh, they could poke each other in the eye. And I'm like, okay, how many children have lost an eye? as a as a result of a stick related injury. Now I'm going to guess that there are children that have that has probably happened. But I'm also traumatized by a story I read in like a magazine when I was, you know, maybe 12 something like that and this child lost his eye because his brother poked him in it with a fork while they were eating True. dinner. And so I'm like mm, we're not ditching forks. We're going to keep the forks but we're getting rid of sticks because someone might possibly get poked in the eye and the only solution is let's just get rid of them.
0: I haven't thought about this for years, but I was doing a a live training years ago and we were talking about this and, and and just this, that, you know, most kids don't poke their eyes out with sticks, but but some people do, but the number is so small that, that, that it's really, it's, it's really not almost non-existent and the people who poke an eye out with stick still generally go on and have lives, uh, It it, it it very few people who have been poked in the eye with a stick have died because of getting poked in the eye with a stick. And again, some probably have in the course of human history but at, but I, we're talking about this, this session and uh, and a guy speaks up um after pocket popping out his glass eye, which he lost ah. when he was when he was like twelve uh to a stick and, oh. <laughs> and and he's like, well, yeah, it was it was horrible, but life is just life has been fine uh and i'm like would you would you have not engaged in that kind of play with your with your friends if you would have known it was going to happen it's no we would have we would have done the same we would have done it anyway because it was it was just yeah so he was and and look i'm sure there are people who have lost eyes that that are totally not cool about it but but yeah. this other dude in this situation was like yeah it happened life went on um and it wasn't the I last time he played. Yeah, a real yeah. life example. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. I was like hey. <laughs> I was like, dude, will you will you come around with me? Travel with me. So can... <laughs> Let's go on tour. Uh, yeah, and, and so I mean and and did he play with sticks after that? Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. you know, yeah, there there are risks, but there are risks with with everything. Everything. Um and so when what what happened in your program did you stop did you eventually stopped policing? Yeah, sticks, eventually.
1: Or? It took a bit of reflection um, and discussion as a team and just to get some people to think a little differently about it because I think for a long time, and it's what we see in so many situations in early childhood is it's the way it's always been done. And so it, had just, it was a practice that had just always been done that way and it wasn't until there's some other people going, hang on a minute, why are we doing it like that? Like, is that really necessary? And so we started just keeping the sticks in the playground. And like to date, no one's lost an eye in that playground. Like, you know, sure. there's children that have been scratched and, you know, like those things will happen or there's been some near misses. I think I nearly got poked in the eye with a stick one day and, you know, it d- teaches children about spatial awareness and, you know, there's all sorts of lessons that can happen there. But it's it's a hard one because I find that that general fear or concern around sticks in particular is prevalent in broader society too like I often hear parents saying that to children when we're at parks and playgrounds and whatever I hear that you know don't play with sticks sticks are dangerous and I'm like oh sticks are not dangerous the person wielding the stick towards somebody else's eyeball is probably dangerous but the stick itself is really not dangerous
0: yeah, I, I feel the same thing about guns. Uh, But, but well, the, I mean, the truth is that uh, the ride to the park in the minivan was more dangerous, dangerous statistically than than playing with a yes. stick. Um. So when does a stick stop being a stick and become a log? Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if there's like it, because I
1: actually wrote that down. Like one of the things that I really love about sticks is that you get that variety of textures you get a variety of weights I picked a stick up yesterday actually expecting it to be somewhat heavy and it felt almost hollow and I was like that is surprising like I sort of picked it up went, oh that's not what I expected so it was just a different type of timber um you know that different size color shape all those sorts of things I'm not sure at what point you call it a log for me it probably I don't know it needs to be I reckon longer than how long's that, Jeff? A couple of feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: like. Well, it's about on six my monitor, it's about six inches. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how to measure in in American measurement. Um, I reckon it's probably. I think when you get to about two feet, that's a log, but it also needs to be thicker. Like if it's skinny, then it's still a stick. I think it's like <laughs> it's starting to sound really suspicious, but it's the length and the. <laughs> Of the stick that I'm makes it you talk
0: room. um <laughs> yes yeah, i i don't I don't think I don't think length is i mean I think it's still a stick if it's if it's like even eight or ten foot long and it's it's not girthy it's then its yes. then it's yeah, then it's still a stick, a stick. so I, I think it's I think it's girth based because if if it, if it if it if it's uh uh twelve inches in diameter, then nicole just left um uh, then, I'm and, I'm and, back. yeah, and that's <laughs> If that was, that's just a <laughs> hunk of wood. If it was, if that was longer though, then it would be a log, but it'd be uh, right. any listeners. This probably doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, You
1: asked the question.
0: It, yeah, I did. That was stupid of me. Uh No, but I mean, we, we kept everything around in our, in our, in our play area and up to, I mean, we had them up to, you know, neck, neck width. Neck, neck diameter and and bigger but 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 very long long enough that it would take two or three kids to move and yes. i still considered i mean they were probably technically logs um but they they just felt they fell into my my stick collection because they See, were then when you get those huge. really big
1: ones and you're starting to require several children to maneuver them whatever you're getting into that heavy work side of it so you've got those benefits it's no longer about you know the role-playing with a stick of you know this is my pirate sword or whatever it's like you're getting those really strong physical benefits from children having to maneuver some sort of object like that
0: yeah, yeah, it's and we've talked about it in the show. It's it's an opportunity for for heavy work those those big big long work. and and I mean it's also a, a social activity at that point. There's the, a yeah. there's a lot of negotiating and arguing and and discussion about how are we going to move this thing and position it and that kind of stuff. So so all sizes even even log based sticks. I, I I've spent I've spent more of my adult life looking at sticks and thinking, "Hmm, what can I do with that?" than I that I ever thought I I mean in in high school, I, I no guidance counselor ever told me, "Hey Jeff, you're you're really good uh, good at sticks. Uh, maybe <laughs> you should go into some maybe you should some stick-based have some sort of stick stick-based uh, job." But but now recent, recently I I I I don't I ran across a stick the other day on the beach that I fell in love with and then walked past which very rarely has happened it was yeah. it was like uh uh 10 foot long I don't know how long that is in Australian think about a, a, a sheet of plywood from Bunnings and a little bit longer I'm than picturing
1: that. like almost double my husband he's six foot so I'm imagining almost double my husband
0: it would be <laughs> uh, your husband plus about two-thirds uh basketball okay. hoop basketball okay. hoop height okay and so but it's but it's bamboo and it's it it's 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 big and 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 long and and thick and it's just a big beautiful hunk of bamboo that washed the ashore at the beach and I thought and you left that, it. it I didn't know what to do with it I didn't <laughs> I, my stick needs are very, look, the dogs, it would have been, it would have been horrible if I would have brought it the dogs. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, somebody, somebody younger and spryer will find it here on the beach and do something with it. And so uh two days later I was back and, and the tide was out and somebody had dug a hole and, and planted it and, and the tide had come back in. And then it was out there probably 20 foot out in the water. Um oh, nice. it, it it's been it's been just about two weeks since it's been standing there. So, um, I was thinking about making <laughs> so a flag. And, yeah, yeah, add a flag to it. But but uh, that I, I the, the bigger sticks are great. But then the little tiny ones are are great too. They can add them to sensory concoctions and 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 you uh, get some uh, of that small and, world
1: play and that like min- yeah. small manipulative kind of play, which you can't get with the bigger stuff. It's those little intricate you know, constructions or, you know, using it as a spoon to be able to dig and mix and, you know, all of those sorts of things. So I think it is, it's that flexibility of what you can do with it and that no two are the same, you know, like they're all different. They've got different things to offer. And, you know, I think for me here, like we've got so many different types of you know, native trees and all different kinds of things, you know, looking out my window at the moment, there's so many different things that you can do stuff with. And we find down at our um, Timbernook program, that's probably one of the favourite things for children to play with is sticks. You know, they build cubby houses out of them and, you know, they light the fire with them. Like there's an actual practical use there that we need to collect them to be able to get the fire started. Um no one's actually got the fire started by rubbing two sticks together, but they've,
0: <laughs> they that do get That doesn't mean they fight. haven't tried.
1: They have definitely tried. They've definitely tried. Um, but, yeah, it's that flexibility. And it's funny you mentioned, you know, about taking the stick home for the dog. Um, of course, we come back to a bit of dog chat. I We took our puppy to the beach the other day for the first time, really, and took him off to the dog beach. And he wouldn't go in the water, not a chance. But. He, there was a man just a little bit along from us who was throwing sticks into the water for his dog and his dog would swim out and get stick and come back. And so this guy's standing there and he's holding onto a stick and our puppies ran straight up and just grabbed the stick out of his hand ran out <laughs> in the opposite direction. I'm like, that is my dog. That is my dog. I'm very sorry. <laughs> but That's... he won't treat them, but he likes to chew them and steal them.
0: Well, if he won't go in the water, you need to return him. He's defective.
1: I know. We're thinking, though, that as it warms up and we might get in the water, then I think he'll go in the oh, water. Oh, you weren't. Oh. No, it's too cold. The water's still too cold. Um, Yeah, no, not yet. I need it to be like hot before I get in. Um, but yeah, I think I think once that happens, he might go in. But yeah, the stealing of sticks I thought was was good. And that was one of the things that they noted in the when the stick was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame was, and I thought it was quite a funny little kind of thing was that they're even loved by dogs. You know, it's not yeah. just for humans. It's the toy that's not just for humans, but also loved by dogs.
0: Well, like monkeys use them to to dig into termite nests and stuff don't they yeah yeah
1: I watched a documentary once and there were these monkeys that lived on these like rock like rocky outcrop kind of things Mm -hmm. and they made tools out of sticks to dig into holes in like crevices in the rocks and actually like shaped the sticks to be able to get in and like hook the bugs out it was very clever
0: so <clears throat> I I think maybe this puts stick in the lead as best loose part ever because uh multiple multiple species use and yeah. I don't think wheelbarrows are sand I don't think I don't think I mean yeah. dogs look my dogs <laughs> love sand. sand
1: yeah my dog so like the I guess too.
0: Uh, that that but I I don't I've never you I've know never, about the monkey. I've never seen my dogs. They have no fucks to give about wheelbarrows, Um, and, and maybe, like, maybe back in the day, maybe there was like a wheelbarrow circus monkey or something. But yes. but that's probably yeah. not by choice. I mean, you don't find a lot of monkeys in the wild. <laughs>
1: Just pushing your head wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not like oh oh, gonna go, out to the gonna jungle, go find me some, to the Gonna go find me some bananas. Where's my wheelbarrow? That doesn't. <laughs> That doesn't happen, so make it much easier th- to
1: bring them back for the whole family, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. So sticks, sticks are probably up there because uh, of that. I think, um yeah. Also, I think you know they're great for water play because they float. Sometimes yeah. not all sticks are going to float all of the time. Uh, they're they're great for uh, kids that you can use them for art projects if you have a, a process centered art program. Uh, you can, you can provide some sticks there and they're going to get painted and tied together and glued and, and markered and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot going on, a lot going on there. You can cut them into, you can make them into blocks. You can do all kinds of stuff with them. Sticks. Delightful. Any, any other sticks thoughts on your list?
1: No, I think that's it. I don't always say that and then have something else to say, but actually this time, no, I think that's it.
0: Hey listeners, this has been another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill in which we've talked about sticks. Are they the best loose part ever? Well, maybe. Stay tuned for another episode where we'll find out because I'm sure we'll come back and we'll we'll beat this topic until we've tried all the <laughs> we've tried adding all the loose parts to the list. Something else
1: uh, that's T spaces. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, loose part. Uh, no, not hey, loose parts. No, hey <laughs> listeners. I never know how to end these things. Hey, listeners, I've, I've got to put a plea out for you. I need your help. I have recently become a se- obsessed with program policies and procedures. I am looking for program handbooks and staff handbooks and operating manuals, any policies, uh, program forms. I'm really interested in looking at your forms. Anybody have any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, Nicole's making a face at me like, who cares about that stuff? Uh, this is Jeff, who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, it is boring, but look, I've, I've, I'm working on some projects. So if you have that stuff and you'd be willing to share it with me, my contact information is in the show notes, or you can find me at playvolutionhq.com or Explorations or Learning by clicking the contact link. I, I Really, you got a PDF? Send it to me. I'd love to check it out, really. You're <laughs> bored with the stuff? Look, you don't want to read it? Send it to me. I'll read it for you. What, Nicole, what? <laughs>
1: it's just oh. paperwork oh, it's just boring i just it's one of those things that's like it has to be done but i find it exhausting i just find oh. it really tiresome
0: oh i'm i'm obsessed uh, The as we record this a the first of what is going to be a 150 plus episode series of of uh, of the show was released about policies and procedures you got that to look forward to yeah. listeners we'll be <laughs> back soon Oh, hey, you can find Nicole at aspiredec.com. Check it out. Back soon. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.
1: Oh. Uh.